There was a time when everything was sunny and beautiful. A time when birds would sing, the leaves on the trees were green, and a cool breeze in the summer heat could cool you off. However, everything changed when I found the bridge going to nowhere. Let me explain. I live in Pennsylvania, north of Scranton, in a place called the Poconos. You may have heard it, as it is a popular vacation destination spot for people in New York and New Jersey. However, I was not one of those vacationers. I lived near state game lands as a full-time resident. The state game lands were huge, encompassing hundreds of acres of forest, streams, and pocked with lakes and ponds. I never hunted, but since my house butted up against them, I did explore them a lot. When I was younger, I would always try my hands at mastering bushcraft skills, such as shelter building and the bow drill. So, I guess you could say that I was an avid outdoorsman. On one particular hot summer day, I decided to go trek through the game lands to do a bit of exploring, and maybe cool down in one of the many ponds. It was just an average hike in the woods. The sun was high and the undergrowth dense, but manageable. I had my buck knife that I named Trevor with me, just in case I wanted to try my hands at crafting. Through the forest I went until I came upon a small creek that I'd never seen before. I started following it, and as I went along, the forest opened up to a rather large lake. Strange, I mumbled to myself as I looked around the surrounding area. I've never seen this before, I said as I took in the scene. Out in the distance, on the right shoreline, I could make out a stone structure extending from the forest and going into the lake. Now, I'm a curious guy, and this scene surely piqued that curiosity, so I headed toward this stone outcropping. As I make my way from the small brook and along the shore of the lake, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It wasn't a stone outcropping like I had thought, but a stone bridge leading to nowhere. It was definitely nothing like I'd ever seen before. It extended about a dozen feet into the lake, with two arches and stone pillars that supported it. Archaic would be the best word to describe it, as it was certainly out of place and time for it to be here. The stone seemed to be held together by a somewhat solid mortar, although it was crumbling in a couple of spots. It was around four feet wide, allowing two or three people to walk on it at once. I slowly started walking on the bridge, taking in its beauty, as well as being completely gobsmacked as to how and why it was here. What was the purpose? Aside from being out of place, I noticed at the end of the bridge, a strange stone carved with a spiral placed dead center on the bottom, right before it dropped off into the lake. It was a hot day and the rising humidity and the lack of a cool breeze was getting to me. Sweating, 
I pulled off my clothes and I jumped into the water. Everything changed after that. The water, while cool and refreshing, turned from a light brown to a black. I quickly swam to shore, worried about what sort of contamination might be in the water. But I became dizzy and I passed out once I was on the shore. Dizzy, eyes blurry and a thirst like no other, I slowly woke up, still half in the lake. Slowly crawling out of the water and finally getting on my feet, I walked back onto the bridge to get my clothes. It was a quiet hike back. No birds singing, no breeze, and oddly enough, the leaves on the trees seemed to be turning a darker shade of green. My hike lasted around three hours, to and from the lake, and once I got back, I was feeling better, but I was extraordinarily tired. A nap was in order. I woke up at 1.23 in the morning to a silent house. Nothing was making noise, not even my old 90s refrigerator. Odd, I said as I was checking my fuse box to make sure I didn't throw a breaker. But my worries about electricity soon fell to the back of my mind when I heard a screeching coming from the outside. Running from my basement, up the stairs to the kitchen to peer out my window, I heard it again. A guttural and brooding screeching, piercing its way through the stillness of the night and ending in a low rumbling noise akin to that of the rumbling of thunder. It wasn't long before I was running to my bedroom to grab my Smith & Wesson, and returning to the kitchen to yet again peer through my porthole to the wooded area behind my lot. I kept looking out my window, my flashlight illuminating just enough of my backyard and shed up to the woodline. Minutes went by, I stood in utter silence my heart the only thing moving in the stillness of the moment. And just as I was standing there, a huge slam came from the side of the house, like a freight train hitting a bus. The cellar doors, I quickly exclaimed, sending a disruptive shout through the calmness of the house. It wasn't long before I had the basement door open, my pistol at the ready. My socked feet slowly treading down the stairs. The cellar lights gently faded in and out of existence as I made my slow descent. The flashlight I had grabbed from the kitchen being my only source of defense from the darkness. I gently turned the corner at the bottom of the stairs, now looking at the closed cellar doors. Something was in with me. I could feel it with every fiber of my nerves, hand shaking, breath heavy, and with untrained, wobbly feet, I made my way into the pitch. It was then when the corner of my flashlight caught a glimpse of the creature now standing before me. Like a serpent in the underbrush, its dark skin camouflaged well with the abysmal lighting. It screeched again, sending a shockwave through my eardrums, immediately rupturing and filling them with blood. Completely knocked back, I stumbled to catch my footing. 
The cellar wall aided my stability as I quickly regained control of my flashlight to spot the invader. It wasn't long before the rays of my flashlight caught the creature in its full view, however. Tall and lanky, it towered above me, reaching the ceiling. With its mouth slowly opening wide, saliva dripping off its sharp teeth in streams, it screeched again. My hearing completely gone, my eyes trembling in my skull from the sound. I raised up my Smith & Wesson, and I emptied the magazine. The creature slumped before me, black ooze squirting out of its wounds. I pulled out Trevor quickly, and repeatedly jammed the blade into the creature's throat. Hell... That's how I described the hike back into those woods, dragging a corpse of a giant, lanky creature and holding my flashlight to lead the way back to the bridge. I'm not going to lie, I stopped a few times to kick it while yelling some colorful words. With Trevor in hand, I chipped away the mortar holding the spiral stone from the bridge. I placed the stone inside the body of the creature and I threw that bastard over the bridge to the murky depths below. Now I haven't a clue as to what that thing was, and if that bridge to nowhere with its spiral stone had anything to do with it. What I do know is that my hearing will never be the same. I'm completely deaf and utterly afraid of what the woods might conjure up, or what the night brings. I do find solace in knowing that my Smith & Wesson is by my side, and I got a German Shepherd puppy to hear for me. She's my everything, and if that creature, or more like it, try to off me again, then I'll be waiting. <laughs>